This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And, and to God be the glory. After a hard-fought campaign, you got me for six more years. Now, I'm not going to make any excuses now because we put up one heck of a fight. And I said, that's what, that's what we got to do. I'm ready to build a stronger Georgia. God bless you. Keep the faith and keep looking up. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is the G Podcast. Episode 157 is in the building. Yes. Yes, yes. Nobody going to break my soul. Congratulations, Warnock. Uh, just congratulations. That's all I have to say. Welcome to the G Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy B, co-host Tanya B. Vyer here. And, and, you know, again, just congratulations to Senator Raphael Warnock. Uh, thank you for saving us from Hershey the Vampire Hunter. We appreciate you so much, sir. Yes. And, and let me just say, overall, Warnock won. If you, if you don't know, if you were under a rock and, and just le- turned on the podcast and said, who won? Well, Warnock, 51%, 49%. Um, Warnock's voters were in the urban areas, college educated, and, of course, heavily non-white. Uh, Warnock uh, won in the early in-person voting. And he also won in the in the early by mail voting. So in person, early voting and early by mail. And Walker had the edge, as, as people expected. People expected it to go this way, the edge on uh, the election day numbers. And, and we'll get into a little bit, a few more numbers as we uh, get into news after Syracuse Mike. A whole lot more is coming up. But, but you know, a win is a win is a win. And, right. you know, it was it was crazy because... Um, it was such a national <laughs> scourge on black people. You know, I had black people calling me from everywhere saying, I know y'all ain't going to let that thing go in. <laughs> I mean, it was just, how many of y'all, I mean, Tanya B, Vi, Tanya B, you here. How many people called you, you and said? <laughs> I, you know, I had people that didn't even use the N word. They used the M word and followed by the F. So it was, it's like, you know, it, it was a little tense for a while. I'll admit, I mean, I'll admit that. My friends from... People are like we got it, like like it's awful. Like we put them up there. <laughs> That's right. what I'm saying. It's like I have people like, calling like the, me from like the, Europe. Like the, like the black people pick, like the black people pick Hershey. We didn't pick him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But I mean, people from everywhere. I knew, you know, like I said, I had people, you know, who listen to the podcast maybe from another, from other countries, and like if we could vote. <laughs> <laughs> if we if only hey, we said, could uh, vote <laughs> they said he was mad that he know that everybody he was in state of shock that everybody from Johnson County vote for him uh, what wait a minute in, what, what Why? what did he say Johnson County you know, that's his hometown oh please the black people <laughs> hate him there they hate him everywhere his the black people in his in what what is i mean i forgot the city you know he told right he told the sheriff we need to find out who didn't vote for me in johnson county we got to deal with look when he showed up for a campaign rally there the only black people who were there was his family okay that was pretty much it the black people had said you know we gave up on herschel back you know, when he was at UGA, because whenever we needed him, we call we call on him and, he you know, he wouldn't show for us, but he showed for them. So, you know, he let it be known who he was for back in the day. 
So it is what it is. Mm. Again, I just hope he never runs again. Get out of it. I hope they. Uh, oh, I don't think you're worried about that. No, I, you know, it doesn't. I, it, I wouldn't put it past. I think he. Yeah. Go ahead. They should do it independent. The Republicans, they embarrassed. They just had to stick with it. Well, I'm going to get to you. you, you you're you right about that, Bob, because I'm going to get to that after the news. We'll talk about mm. his his partner in crime up north uh, or, or really down south. Mar Largo is, is his new headquarters. So we'll talk about that in a few. But anyway, each week we do news, politics, pop culture, piping hot tea from the one and only. Y'all give it up for Tanya B. Yeah, yeah. Friday and Saturday nights, 8 p.m., 10 p.m., Saturdays at noon. Uh, the bird wire. What you got going on? What, what's up for the holidays? You're going to be doing something uh, special for the holidays, right? Yes. I'm gonna, we're going to have a ladies first Christmas, which is two hours of music for the holidays by all females. Then I've got the bird wire R&B Christmas jukebox. And that will be ooh, about like eight hours of music. And I will say this. I will not be playing Silent Night by the Temptations this year. Everybody oh. else is doing it. What? No, I I went. No, I found a better version that by Gladys Knight that doesn't get its credit. And I'm playing a lot of the more uh, contemporary or the newer Christmas music. So you don't have to hear the same old thing over and over again. A lot of artists have put out a lot of good Christmas music just this year and last year. And that's what I'm going to do. So you don't have to get up and change anything. I'm going to give you enough music to cook your Christmas dinner your brunch the next day and to prepare for New Year. I know you didn't tell people you're not going to play Saturday night, though. By the temps. Well, no, I'm playing it, but I'm playing another version. There's more to life in Christmas. (laughs) Well, you need to go somewhere else because you ain't getting them on the bird wire unless I need some, unless I fall short and need something to fill in. Okey Okay. All right. Okay. Sacrilege. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, Tanya. I'm going to give you some applause. Yeah. Uh, Vi, let me just say this to you, Vi. Are you listening? I am. I am. I know you do. In my mind. And that's, that's all what I'm saying. <laughs> Connor, you okay. In my oh. mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't come for me unless I send for you. <laughs> But you know what? When I when I play basketball, I play bas- high school basketball, right? And mm-hmm. and we, you know, basketball season always we had a holiday uh, tournament and stuff. So in the locker room, we'd always be singing that before the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how big it was. So tell you be okay. I ain't telling you be. No, I know it's a classic. I, I, I want to give you. I want to give people alternatives and, and, and additional options. I'll just yes, indeed you are. Okay. Yes, I you am. Are. Listen you to me now good. and believe me and thank me later. Okay, good deal. I can't wait for it. But anyway, he is here. Y'all heard his voice already uh, <laughs> expressing his displeasure. The one and only country <laughs> commentator, the pride of Forsyth, Georgia, coming to you from Columbus, Georgia. Y'all give it up for Vi in the building. <laughs> all right, all right, people. Peace in the house. Vi, you know I got to go. I got to go there, Vi, because, you know, USC quarterback Caleb Williams uh, won the Heisman as we speak yeah. this Sunday. He, he won Saturday night. He's the first USC player uh, since 2005. Reggie, got to give it back, Bush. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, took his Heisman back in 2005. Uh, is, um, you know, basically. So so you said it. He's deserving. He deserved. He deserved. He deserved. Okay, he so, so good stuff. Now, let me ask you about something else. We're going to move away from that. Is Trey Young, the Nate McMillan, Trey Young thing feud spilling over? Or is it done? Uh, it's not done, bro. It's not done. <laughs> why do you why do you why do you say? I'm I'm curious. Your thoughts? Because they're not gonna let it go. Who's not gonna let it go? I don't even think Trey gonna let it go. You don't, you don't think so? 
Nate went on. Nate want to let it go because he know his job in jeopardy. But Trey ain't gonna let it go. Yeah. Well, it, well you know, he the, might. It, you yeah. know, it. He might. Okay. Depend on what it goes. Because they said like Trey did not. They said Trey did not even want it to go public. Yeah. He tried to keep it in house. So. Well, the reason the reason I'm bringing word, it up, Vi, is because Trey bought a house apparently. Yeah. In L.A. And, in LA, was it a twenty million dollar mansion, twenty plus million? Twenty million dollar mansion, sure it is. And, and I was and I was on Twitter. Somebody was talking. I was telling somebody, you know, Trey over the last few summers has been working out on the West Coast. And last last year, well, this past summer, he worked out with Steph Curry. You know, and 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 I said to them, I said, look, that means something. I said, if he's Not building really. relationships with people on the West Coast, you know, I know he's a lot of. The, go ahead. He's, he's working out with the best. He's working out with the best. And they're telling I thought he was her. working out with got, I thought LeBron. No, Steph Curry, but his okay. game ain't like his game ain't like LeBron. His game like Steph. Yeah, it is. Okay. A lot like Little Steph. man. Little man game. Mm-hmm. Little man game. And if you're gonna learn from anybody, <laughs> and if Steph willing to teach him, go get that. Go get it. And the reason, oh, yeah. the reason I say it's an issue, and, and y'all are more than welcome to hit us up on our lines and social media, because Steph's not gonna be playing forever. You know, Steph's at that point where Golden State might be looking at the heir apparent to somebody like Steph Curry on yeah. that team. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if if I am the Hawks, you know, and I'm looking at a situation like that, because if Steph were a rookie and they're working together as rookies, that's cool. Steph, what? How old is Steph? Because I know Trey is 24. Steph's in his 30s, I think. Yeah, so Steph's in his 30s. So my thing is, Golden State's got the money. They just built a brand new, spanking new, multi-damn near billion dollar arena, you know. Yep. And and you know, even though Trey's under contract, they'll eat that contract up. That ain't a huge contract for them to eat up. That's all I got to say. But anyway, I, I will say to a lot of these hillbilly sportscasters in Atlanta and Georgia who keep, you know, these, uh, you know, basically, uh, <laughs> I love UGA and the Braves, but I'm going to criticize Trey sportscasters. I'm going to say to you, y'all keep going. Keep it up. Because you know what it reminds me of? More than anything, Vi, it reminds me of the way they did Dominique. And when Dominique left, I know Dominique was 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 at... Huh? That was Lenny. Lenny traded. Yeah, but I'm just saying... He wanted his boy. Yep. And and my point is, I know it was like toward the end of, of, you know, Dominique had already really gotten his highlight reels in Atlanta. Mm. But my point is, there are a lot of people who were pissed off about that and left the Hawks, and a lot of them never really went back. (laughs) The Hawks Hawks have finally got a good team, a real good team. And you get rid of Dominique? Yeah, it was crazy. And see, I'm telling you, it just reminds – I mean, I'm I'm old school. I go back to Pete Maravich when they got rid of Pete Maravich because of the Lou Hudson craziness. I know that's old school. But But then – We don't love – this we don't love Trey like that yet. Yeah, but I'm just telling you, man. Y'all keep talking, keep on talking, keep on talking. One more thing. Got, yeah, go he ahead. Got to earn our love. He ain't got it yet. Oh, dude, come. I'm a, another show, another show. But let me say, <laughs> one, it is another show. I'm just telling you, trade him and see what happens to the franchise. I'm gonna leave it. At It'll that. go down. It'll go down. It'll go down. It'll, uh, It'll be like the Falcons. Speaking of the no. Falcons, Desmond Ritter is the quarterback. You happy with that? You good? I am. It's time. Ain't mm-hmm. two games left. It's time. Okay. Ain't, 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 that's two games no, left, No, right? more than two. Four. You got four games. Four games left? Yeah, it's time. It's yeah. time. Because yeah. we out of it now. Then again, I don't know. Cause it looked like a... 
Well, Brady, Brady getting the socks beat off of him. <laughs> if he loses today, we back in. Oh, no. Karma. Look, look, Karma. All, 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 hey, but you know what? Let me say this and we're going to get into news. We're going we're gonna to get into news. Let me say this. Uh, for those of you, we taped the podcast on Sunday. So we're taping as the San Francisco game is playing and San Francisco and Tampa Bay. But what hurt me the most is to see Debo Samuels, Samuels go down, man. Oh, my God. This dude. The best player uh, with uh, San Francisco goes down with a knee injury, and Debo, Debo, yes. Debo. I didn't know Debo. No, there. Debo from Friday. No, hey, okay, no, Look at Samuel him. from <laughs> San Francisco. But, oh, but, but the reason the reason I say that is because, um, you know, the way he went down on the field, it's a it's a real. I mean, they had to take him off on a cart. So it, it it's one of those injuries where really and truly it looks like he's going to probably be out, definitely out for the season. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a, an extended injury. So I just I just wish, you know, to folks who listen to us on the West Coast, if you're, you know, a San Francisco fan, uh, you know, but but more than anything to to, the, you know, the folks who, who are fans and connected with with Samuels, I, I hope the best. I hope this brother's not out extended. He's a hell of a player. He works oh, hard. Yeah. Mm. He is he is one of the best in the freaking league. And to see him go he down is. like that is just disheartening. Uh, but you know, when you see that leg twist back, you know it's going to be something serious. And it's crazy. But anyway. All right, y'all. Um, appreciate you. We had to do our little sports talk. I had to get that in there because, because you know, we in the middle of it, y'all. It's, it's just so much. There's so much going on. Uh, we're going to come back. Uh, let's do news with Syracuse, Mike. We'll come back right after this. Here we go. News team. Assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. Democrats in South Carolina are surprised to hear that President Biden wants their state to be the first to vote in the 2024 Democratic presidential primaries. Even Congressman Jim Clyburn, a longtime South Carolina Democrat and a key Biden ally, didn't know about the idea. He is pleased and wants to see it happen. The Congressional Black Caucus had endorsed Nevada to become the first in the nation's state. The full Democratic National Committee will still need to vote to approve South Carolina as the first state for their primary. A jury in New York has convicted the Trump Organization of criminal tax fraud. The former president's legal problems have overshadowed his decision to run for office again. Although Donald Trump was not personally on trial, prosecutors insisted he was fully aware of what was going on. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. As the jury address has indicated, this was a case uh, about lying and cheating, uh, false documents, Uh, to the end of abating taxes for the benefit of individuals and the corporations. This trial focused on a 15-year scheme where executives got a ton of off-the-books perks to make up for lower salaries. And that was designed in part to reduce the company's tax liabilities. Bill Cosby's being hit again by five women who, for some time, have accused the comedian of sexually assaulting them early in their careers. They have filed the latest lawsuit that also includes studio and production company NBC Universal. The lawsuit was filed this week under New York's one-year window for adults to file sexual abuse complaints. The lawsuit alleges that each of the five women was abused or assaulted by Cosby after meeting him on set or through other entertainment activities for several decades into the 90s. 
Atlanta police have arrested two teens in connection with a November 26th shooting near Atlantic Station that left 12-year-old Zion Charles and 15-year-old Cameron Jackson dead and four others injured. A 15-year-old and a 16-year-old have been arrested and charged with two counts of murder, aggravated assault, and a gang-related charge. Surveillance video was used to identify the young suspects. Both were students in the Atlanta public school system. The 16-year-old was arrested in New York. Now the WNBA star Brittany Griner has been released in a prison swap with Russia. President Biden is facing criticism for not including former Marine Paul Whelan as part of the deal. The deal that uh, we got with Ms. Griner was the only deal we could get, and now was the only moment we could get it. White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby. Whelan has been jailed since December 2018 on espionage charges his family and the U.S. government deny. In a phone interview with CNN, Whelan said he was happy Griner was released, but expressed disappointment that he is still being detained. Mr. Biden stressed the U.S. won't give up on trying to bring Whelan home. So what's next for Brittany Griner? After leaving Abu Dhabi and arriving in San Antonio, Texas, she will receive medical care and will be reunited with her wife, Cheryl Griner, and her parents. We will update you later. A big political surprise and not a good one as far as Democratic senators are concerned. Arizona Senator Kristen Sinema says she is leaving the Democratic Party and changing her party affiliation to independent. Sinema will not caucus with Democrats or Republicans and suggested that she intends to vote the same way she has for the past four years. Her move also means Senator Joe Manchin will now hold on to some but not all of his huge power in the Democratic caucus. Yeah... <laughs> they should make they should they should make a rule if you run and win as a party you cannot change until you decide to run but would you say that one more time please say it one they more should time make a rule if you're gonna tell your state that you're gonna run democrat or republican and you win it and you win then you want to change no that means you lie hey man so brother not be able to change hey to time man <laughs> period hey amen period that's what this I'm saying. Your, this ain't McDonald's Burger King your way. <laughs> but you know what? She knows she's going to have problems. I'm, I's not even going to sit here and justify anything Cinema well, does. She knows it's all about money. It's, it's about money. It's a Democratic, that's a Democratic state. They're not going to vote for her no more because they, they see what she's doing up there. Well, it's not really a Democratic state, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. There are enough Democrats there to run her out of office. There's enough Democrats to keep what they, they get her back, they not let her win office again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and because they're already pissed off at the results they've gotten so far. You know, with the uh, since since Biden's been in office, so yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And from my understanding, they said the independents don't want them either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all about for her. I think she instead of making an announcement that she won't be running again, she's just going to try to suck up as much money as she can before she gets about it. That's the way it looks to me. Any thoughts? That's I know all she, she can. Yeah, that's all she. she just that's all she be doing right now anyway. Yeah. Sucking up money. Yeah. Go ahead. Just just let it go to California and join the Church of Omarosa. They'll take anybody. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. Let me let me tell you, in, in reference to um the Warnock Walker uh campaign and, and the uh, the runoff, <laughs> um this is like the green list. You know they have the green list, the counties not to go to in Georgia. Mm. This this may be this election and this runoff, this midterm may have showed us the counties we may not want to go to. Okay. Now, these are some of the counties in Georgia that voted 80% for Herschel. So you may want to make a note of these counties. If you go through Appling County, Bacon, Banks, Berrien, Brantley was over 90% Herschel. But they only got okay. 10 people there. <laughs> but still, <laughs> Dade, okay. yeah, but Dunson. It, it just won't- 
Echo, just one of you. Yeah, Echoes. <laughs> that's right. Just one of you. Franken. Uh, Glasscock was over 90. Habersham over well, 80. Heard. Jefferson Davis. The name says it all. Jefferson Davis for mm. that county. Do they still have that daylight law over there? Oh, if, dude. If, that, if you're black in daylight, you... If sunlight, yeah, the sunlight going. That's why I call it. Better be in your house. Yeah, the sundown, sundown counties. That's mm. what we call them. And then Murray, mm. Pickens, Pierce, and Pike. Those all were the counties who voted for Herschel over eighty percent. So just want to mention Pike. that. Yeah, Pike County. Yeah, Pike was over eighty percent Herschel. Yep. Dang, not Pike County. And I started to go back, but I wanted to be fair, and I'll say, okay, any anybody over eighty <laughs> percent. There are a lot of them over seventy percent and sixty percent too. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, Biden still remains underwater, though, uh, in terms of his polls. He saw a spike. I think he's at 46 percent now popularity, 54 percent people who think he's doing a poor job, according to CNN. And and you know what? Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Honestly, this win and and I'd like y'all thoughts, your thoughts about this. I think this win was more about bad candidates versus, you know, Democrats. Uh, you know, and and it really was about the Republicans just failing, you know, on a level. I mean, I, I think, you know, it's kind of like when your competition is that bad. I mean, Mitch McConnell said going into it, he said the quality of our candidates are going to cause cause us to lose. And, and again, Good. I mean, I think, you know, when it comes down to to it, it's a failure for the Republicans to divest from Trump, you know, and its candidates. And also Trumpism, I think, is is on the decline. So right. if, if anybody right now tired of Trump, they're tired of, it, you know, and I think yeah. I think that says a lot about it, you know, in terms of, you know, seeing a lot of his uh, his handpicked folks losing. So uh, also uh, problems. And we'll talk about this toward the end. But problems are mounting for Trump, you know, Trump dot org. Uh, as Mike mentioned, um, conviction in New York uh, with his Trump organization, uh, the July 6th organization is recommending criminal indictments. And, and I'm sure they're going to they got to say his name. Uh, and most of his handpicked candidates, as I said, are losing. Uh, and, and plus, the, the big thing is they're finding more documents at Mar-a-Lago. So it's a mess. I mean, I, I just think, I mean, you know, dude, if, if, if there was any point in time where the walls were closing in, this is that point in time. Tanya B, you shaking your head. No, I, I agree with you. And I understand they also found some documents uh, in a storage unit somewhere in Florida as well mm-hmm. that were removed from the White House. I guess they tried to hide them or, t- or try to get them out of Mar-a-Lago and put them in storage, but they were found as well. Yeah. So, so it's got, you know, isn't that a crime? I think, I think if Trump would just say, I'm not going to ever run again, they might leave him alone. Well, you know what? I mean, honestly, Vi, I think that might be a bargaining chip for them yeah, a bargaining chip. for if, if if they use it. But honestly, and, and this but is what I've been too late. Yeah, go ahead. It's probably too late. It's probably too late now. Yeah. Because they already the charges mm-hmm. against it now. It's probably too late. But I've been saying to people, it's not about his concern for the country. This is about dude staying in jail. I'm, I'm not going to jail and not losing all his assets. He's just trying to protect but, himself right now. That's pretty much what, it, what it's about. It's yeah. always, he's never been about the country. When he was yeah. president, he wasn't about the country. It, yeah. It's all about him and and, and putting more him. money, uh, getting money because he doesn't have the money. You know, it was all smoke and mirrors. He does not have the money that people always thought he had. And he clearly is not as smart as he you know, uh, fool people into thinking that he was for so long, yeah. you know, writing those books and making all these deals. You know, he didn't even write the books. Yeah. So now, you know, it's almost like the, the covers have been pulled back. Yeah. So true. And they never had that money. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So true. So true. 
All right, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. Now then, children, it's time uh-huh. to It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Tanya B. What you got? What you got? Okay. Well, we're going to start off first with the celebrity prayer list. Uh, I'd say prayers up big time to the, the legendary Tina Turner. Uh, just a few short years ago in 2018, her son, uh, Craig, committed suicide. And now just a few days ago, she lost her son, Ronnie. Now, Ronnie was the only son that she and Ike actually had together. You know, he had you know had some ups and downs in his life. Some He battled cancer and came back. He had some addiction issues. He came back from them, but allegedly made neighbors found him outside of his home saying he couldn't breathe and he passed away. I um, also want to say, you know, we had Al Roker on the prayer list. He was in the hospital. He got out. He went in, you know, with the whole thing with the blood clots in his, in his legs and lungs. He went home and sadly he is now uh grieving the loss of his sister, Patricia. So he's lost his sister as well. Um, also, um, Cher's mother, uh, Georgiana, died at the age of, of 96. Now, people say you remember Cher from Divas. I remember Aretha Franklin, Mariah Carey, and Mary J. Blige from Divas. But, you know, Cher does have uh, somewhat of an iconic status, especially in the LGBTQIA. No, Celine, Celine was um, Divas, 98. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, she's got the frozen person syndrome, which is something that's very rare. So it's going to affect her ability, you know, her mobility and her ability to sing. And um, then Jan Gay, who was the second ex-wife of Marvin Gay, she was the basis for his 1976 album, I Want You. She passed away. She's also the one that started the lawsuit with uh, Blur- Blurred Lines with Robin Dick. But I got to say this, you know, she talked, she wrote a book and, you know, a lot of people know that she was half Marvin's age when she met him. She was 17, which probably was illegal, but anyway. Anyway, a very tumultuous marriage would make for a great movie if it ever comes out. Did you know? And I have to say, allegedly, you know, they had uh, somewhat of an open marriage, but um, she was on the creek with Teddy Pendergrass, who was also dating Dionne Warwick. And that was messy. But then after Marvin Gaye put Frankie Beverly on, took him out of Philly, moved him to uh, California. Jan also was on the creek with him. And I just say the rest is very much of an amazing R&B story. Quick question on her. Is is that Nona's mom? Is that Nona? Yeah, that is. Yeah, no, yeah, Nona. And then um, she has a brother, Frankie, that is also uh, the son that Jan had with Marvin Gaye, named after his brother who had a really hard time when he went to the war. Okay. And Marvin Gaye was, you know, writing what's going on. Gotcha. And just for those, just to give you a little bit of history, for those of you who don't know, remember this name, Dorothy Pittman Hughes. She was a pioneering black feminist. She was actually the co founder of Ms. Magazine, but Gloria Steinem really got all the credit. She was always one that was out front, you know, as, you know, Ms. Magazine and their brand, but Dorothy Pittman news was you know the uh the woman who co-founded it with her she passed away at the age of 84 and she's also uh, from a uh i say a town lumpkin georgia so uh, may she rest in peace and sleep in power you know and thank her for her unsung unsung contributions to the movement because everybody looks at gloria steinem but it wasn't just gloria steinem hmm, okay okay Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to make this real quick because we don't even talk about Kanye and I don't like talking about R. Kelly. But, you know, in case you missed this, the memo, there was an album that came out on Friday called I Admit It. And it was like Chris Rock says, grand opening, grand closing. The album was up on streaming platforms, but by three o'clock on Friday afternoon, it was taken down. And what's interesting is, I guess I got to say this, in one of the songs, R. Kelly makes a reference to uh, the parents of all of his victims as being jealous of him and blaming them for letting their daughters mm. come with him but 
Mm. I, I, karma, karma, karma. But he's Turn a gag about knife. this. Dude, what is up? Exactly. Yeah. Y'all jealous because I got girlfriends. No, we're not oh. jealous of you. Okay. Um, and then, but here's the gag about this whole thing with this album. The album actually was up on SoundCloud in 2018. So it is not, I repeat, it is not new. What happened is this is distributed that's connected to Sony that was a label that dropped him back in 2019 after Surviving R. Kelly came out. And their distributor in Grooves, which is the one that put it up there, then they claim they knew nothing about it. So at the end of the day, it's down. Um, I did hear some of the songs. They are really good. Other people, other people should record them, but then you don't want him to make money from royalties. But at the end of the day, I just thought it was a really a bad stunt because R. Kelly's claiming that people did that to uh, keep him from getting out of jail. But honey, you got fifty years. You're not getting out, whether it's, whether you admit it or not. Okay, I'll just say that. So for those of you who don't know, that's that was the story of R. Kelly's album. I admit it. And I admit it that I don't want to hear any more of it. So uh, get ready. I know. Right. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. December 22nd. Peacock Network, and this is on the free um, platform. You'll have to just bear with it with the commercials and deal with them. But it's free. Best Man, the final chapter, eight episodes back to back. You don't have to wait week to week. They'll be up there all at once. And one of the main characters, uh, Terrence Howard, who in Best Man plays the character Q or Quentin. We know him from, from our Empire as Lucius Lyon. He says again that he's going to retire from acting. We'll see about that. But all I can say is please, 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 in the name of James Brown and all that is holy, do not make another album. We're not going to listen to it. We're not going to hear it. We don't want to see it. And we're not going to buy it. You're wrong. Go ahead. You're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm right. <laughs> You're right. <It's> wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was right. <laughs> what else you got? Okay. Tonight? And I just, this is just another, uh, you know, this whole thing we have been talking. I hope Nick Cannon is doing well. You know, he's been in the hospital with pneumonia, got another baby on the way. And I just thought it was rather comical for Mariah Carey to come out and say that he needs to spend more time with uh, the twins that she has with him. Uh, exactly. Monroe and Moroccan. And I said, Mimi, there are not enough hours in the day now. So I don't know what you're expecting. Just take your number. And when your sandwich is ready at Nick Cannon's Deli Bar and Grill to go, cloning, they cloning. will call you. Cloning. Uh, <laughs> uh, we don't. We don't need any more Nick Cannon. With no cloning, he's got all these kids out here. Please, that's enough. Stop with the madness. But um, one thing I will say, you know, Mariah has this. Uh, she's not the queen of Christmas, but she is doing a Christmas show that has been sold out. And her daughter Monroe's been joining her on stage more so than what they did at Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And um, I don't know, we'll have to see if she can sing. It was it was a little difficult to hear, but it was just cute that you know. I hope that. If her kids do end up in the business, they don't go the way of their father and have 99 kids. I just hope that her daughter, you know, doesn't end up being a casualty, you know, like a Whitney Houston. And that's all I got. Ain't got no more. Good stuff. Good stuff, Tanya B. But you know what? Um, I think, I mean, the whole Terrence Howard thing, um, they had mentioned that he said this before. He and, did. And, you know, uh, but, but I will say Terrence Howard has not gotten the kind of roles that a lot of white mainstream actors have gotten, um, you know, and, and a lot of his stuff, I mean, with the exception of maybe Best Man, which kind of keeps him connected with the black audience, the mainstream, the big well, stuff. Hustle and Flow does yeah, too. Yeah, Hustle and Flow. We know, yeah, with, that's with time. the hood. Long time but, ago. Hey, right, yeah. Let me just say this. One, yeah. 
Go ahead. Tyler, as you said, hasn't gotten those kind of mainstream roles, and I've had experience working with him, yeah. is that he does not know how to get out of his own way, and he can be very difficult. You don't go to a national interview, get there, and don't talk. Yeah. Stand up and turn your back to the audience when you're trying to sell that butt booty album you had out. Yeah. So gotcha. part of his whole thing is he, he has to learn how to get out of his own way. Okay. Well, and he was the original uh, the friend of uh, Tony Stark in Iron Man. Yeah, but you know, he talked about that. It was interesting because he said it oh, was yeah. cool until Disney took over. He said when they Di- didn't ask him to come back. Yeah, well, no, well, well, when Disney <laughs> no. took over, they asked him to take a pay cut. Take a pay cut. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they didn't want to pay, you know, from, to give from, all the money to Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. So, so the whole thing was, you know, according that this is according to an interview with Terrence Howard. Um, mm. You know, when Disney took over, everybody's bag changed from, you know, even what's your name? Uh, What's the actress's name, uh, Vi, who played Tony Stark's girlfriend? You know. Oh, I don't know. It'll come about, to yeah. me in a minute. It's crazy. Her. I, her. Yeah. I, I, it'll come to me in a minute. But anyway. All right, y'all. Appreciate you, Tanya B. All right. Let's go ahead and let's, let's go ahead and do this. What you watching this week, Tommy B? All right, y'all. Hey, you know, um, I, I, just a quick thing, and I'm going to get to this toward the end. Uh, I did get a chance to watch um, Emancipation. <sighs> <laughs> and, and I'm just going to leave it at that. But but I, I watched Emancipation. I'll talk to you about it at the end of the show. Um, but but when I do my tops to watch um, next week, which I'm going to do the tops, the final show, our live show for this year, I'm going to put Let the Right One in, in among my top shows. The finale was this week. And, and it's not in my top shows because I like horror. Okay, a lot of folks, well, you like horror, you like that kind of stuff, popular vampire movie. It's just a good story. It's compelling, well acted, um, and the 10 episodes that I watched, uh, of course, the finale was this week, uh, really drew me in, and it makes you believe and feel for the characters. Uh, The season finale, of course, um, was interesting because it leaves it open for another season. The challenge they're going to have is the numbers. The numbers aren't there uh, and it hasn't done big numbers throughout the season. And that's that's unfortunate. But I don't think it's because it's not a great show and it's not. I don't expect it. And I'm not saying it's a perfect show. I just think it's Showtime. Showtime has a history of leaving shows like this out to dry. You know, they don't do a lot of marketing for the shows. And honestly, uh, the show like this, which is more of um, an ensemble cast, it doesn't have that one big star other than Anika Noni Rose. They just kind of left it out there. They, I don't think they knew what to do with it, if that makes sense to you. Uh, another example, I'll give you another example of a show they did like this, The Man Who Fell to Earth with uh, Naomi Harris and uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Um, you know, they basically put the show out there. They, if you liked it, if you knew the stars, you had to go find it. And, you know, and then when you found it, you didn't really see external marketing to kind of help you understand what it was all about. So Showtime just has this history outside. The only show they don't do like this, in my opinion, because uh, Lena Waits involved with it is The Shy. And The Shy just does an amazing job in its network. Um, Lena Waite's a hell of an influencer. She's hellacious on social media. The cast is on social media. Uh, it's got uh, great black leads throughout. And, uh, you know, but, but if your show has a black lead or it's a diverse cast on Showtime, it just doesn't seem to me to have much of a chance. So, you know, I will say to the folks, because I, I, I really 
liked this show. I'm going to shout out the cast. I don't normally do this. Um, from Dream Girls, you know her, Tanya B. Uh, from Dream Girls, Anika Noni Rose, uh, our always Black Disney princess, uh, Madison Taylor Baez, who plays Eleanor on the show, uh, uh, Damien Bishore, who plays the father, uh, Fernanda Adrea Day plays the uh, actually the mother, uh, Grace Gummer, Nick Stahl, if y'all remember, nobody remembers the show from HBO called Carnival, but Nick Stahl was on that show. Uh, Ian Foreman, who played Isaiah, mm -hmm. Jacob Buster, Kevin Carroll, Jimmy Sato, and all the other cast members. Just big thanks. It was a good experience. And and, and they really deserve better. I'm going to say that. And knowing Showtime, <laughs> knowing Viacom, uh, I'd be surprised if they got a second season. I can only hope that somebody else comes in, like a, maybe sci-fi, it gets picked up, then it goes to Peacock, uh, and they'll give it a second season. Because, you know, you guys have had a favorite show. And then it ends and there's no closure forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Several. So, Several. And, and it's sad because, you know, and in and, and my opinion, the solution would be film like an alternate, you know, an alternative ending that will give the audience closure. And it's just really kind of sad. I, I just wish they consider uh, approving, you know, these types of series, but giving them a limited series option so that they can finish the season. Let them finish the show. You know, I think a lot of people on Twitter are saying that, so at least we can get closure on the storyline. So shout out to uh, Let the Right One In. Um, but, you know, just looking at the numbers, they finished the season, season one, it's just going to be a challenge. Again, with Showtime. I just don't see show mm -hmm. Showtime. Hulu, different story. I think Hulu does a better job at promoting its series. I think Amazon, in, in some cases, does a better job because they can give you that marquee. You just never know what you... I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It just seems like you never know what you're going to get when it comes down to Showtime. Tony B, you had a thought? You were looking? No, it was just that, you know, you talked about how... You know, Showtime is, yeah, is, is much like other networks. There's a, a great movie that Let Us See put out. They didn't promote that at all. Nobody knew about it. But then you also, like you said, with the Hulus and the Peacocks, you know, they, they are great at cross-promoting because, yes, they are owned by other networks, but they always... You always see... You know, those shows on Peacock being cross promoted on the Today Show like crazy. You see, you know, Hulu shows being promoted like crazy on uh, on, on who? Uh, well, yeah. Who is it? Hulu. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it's showtime to just take a page from the book of. And the thing is, like you said, they have these shows. Nobody sees them. They cancel them. You know, but then they keep going up on their monthly fee. And nobody's paying for it. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I, look, I know where to get Showtime boot. Like they're not getting money from me. But you know, anyway. <laughs> you wrong. <laughs> Using opinions <laughs> expressed, <laughs> but anyway, allegedly, allegedly. But but I, I, I will tell you because as as someone who kind of went through the Viacom camp, you know, as as part of a merger, they can be cheap. You know, and CB, yeah. CBS is such an old. It's an older network. You know what I'm saying? Most of the shows are either sports. Or the shows tend to, you know, appeal to an older demographic, the younger end, you know, I, I you know, or you know, and, and if they put you on BET, you go, it, it's going to be a commercial every five minutes. Forget uh, it. <laughs> I mean, I tried. But no, but I, no, but on BET they're going to show it fifty five times a week, though. I, I'll give them but, credit. But for you that. know what? I'm, I'm going to say this, and, and <laughs> I'm not, you know, I love my people. I'm glad there's a B, I, you know, regardless. I'm glad it's there. What's left of it? But <laughs> I tried to watch. What's the movie? Uh, Training Day with Denzel on BET. I swear to you, as soon as it was like, uh, 
I'm gonna have you doing time at Pelican. Here come a commercial. The commercial mm-hmm. lasted. The commercial break lasted about 15 minutes. I mean, Thank I'm like, you. oh my yeah. god. I mean, Denzel couldn't get the whole line out before the commercial break jumped in for like 10, 15 minutes. It's just like that throughout the I can't the deal moments. with that kind of stuff. I can't deal with that kind of stuff. Now. I, you know, I tried. I tried, and I try to give it support. But damn, them commercial breaks on BET. Oh my god. I know they got to pay the bills, but damn. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay. All right, y'all. All right. Let me let me see if I can do this. All right. Hang on. Here we go. And now it's time for a G or not a G. Hey, this is going to be shortened to the point this week. The state of Georgia voters and those who work the entire state to get out the vote. Thank you for not allowing Hershey the Vampire Hunters election, which would have set us back to reconstruction. We salute y'all. Get your rest and enjoy the holiday season. Or not a G. Now don't get me wrong. Not that he's ever had a chance of becoming a G, but the walls are closing in on Donald Trump, y'all. Not only are all his hand-picked candidates losing, but his New York organization took a major hit legally this week. The January 6th committee is about to hand out criminal referrals, which may and should include his name. The GOP is slowly moonwalking away from him and his appointed judges are saying Donald who? The entire holiday season is shaping up to become a visit from the ghost of Christmas past for the Donald. Sorry, not sorry. And that's it for this week. A G or not a G. So many names, so many people, but that's all I'm going to do this week. Y'all give us a shout out. Uh, hit us up on social media. Go to castropolis.net. Your feedback, we'd love it. I know you got some folks you'd add to the list, but there you go. Tanya B, final thoughts. I mean, just let's go. Let's go around. We got some time. Uh, anything you miss? Uh, you want to? You want to chat about? Uh, you know, I just always say this is a time of year when, although people say you know, tis the season and to be jolly and things like that, a lot of people, you know, are still suffering from and they have a lot of trauma and it seems to manifest this time of year. So I just want to say to people, you know, don't feel like you are the only one. You know, I just say like for me, it's a really contentious time this we're about to celebrate the 22nd anniversary of the murder of my cousin the sheriff elect Jerome brown mm. of uh, dekalb county we go still go to the grave site for him and uh how many years how many years uh 22 was december of 2000 wow wow you I know so that. although yeah you know it's still and it's still you know i it's still you know I still it's I still deal with it and it seems like it's been a long time but it really hasn't mm. so I just want to say to people you know don't feel like you're the only one that feels some type of way and don't you know it's exhausting to fake the funk don't fake it if you don't feel like it and it's okay if you're not okay but it's not okay if you don't do anything about it so know that there are resources out there based on your income there are resources that are still free so please you know get over the stigma that people of color seem to have even still to this day and know that you know if, look if Joe Biden's putting out 27 million dollars a year for mental health resources for people please take advantage of it and it's okay amen happy happy holidays happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah Feliz navidad and happy new year good stuff good stuff Vi, you got any um any anything that we we skipped over some something that uh that's no, just on your mind happy holidays and uh people spend time with your loved ones like we always say no one's promises tomorrow uh i mean enjoy it family is the best time to get around if you ain't seen your family, spend some time with because who says they're going to be here next year? Yeah. So Christmas, yeah. I mean, I know it's kind of rough for my generation because the, the patriots are passing away and uh, mm. we're not doing that good a job of keeping our families together, having these big family reunions. So, yeah. hey, do it, people. Yes, Look, you know, you know be, we, we were married. talking about that the other day, uh, Vi. It's interesting because 
you know, in Atlanta, you know, especially like the SWATs, Southwest Atlanta, uh, mm-hmm. you had all these, you know, prominent families, you know, a lot of these generations where, you know, the grandkids, are, I mean, it's kind of like that my dear's family reunion, the grandkids out of control. They are out of control. You know, they have just, you know, the houses, you know, everything's like, so you gotta, I mean, if anything, man, you just gotta, I, I guess, be hopeful and pray for these young these newer generations man real the, <laughs> i hate to say it but real the bad kids in yeah <laughs> let them know mm-hmm. it's not okay what you're doing is not okay you know it's not, so i don't care i don't care if everybody's doing it it's still not okay yes i'll say it with that all right a couple of things i missed and, and i i, I want to make sure just to just to get it in this episode next week uh when we do uh episode uh, 158 that's going to be our final live episode for the year uh, so we'll, we'll we'll try to get in as much of our year end stuff as we can. But I, we didn't get a chance to say it. And I, I gotta I gotta do that. Who are the people in your neighborhood? My <laughs> guy, rest in power, Bob. Bob McGrath, Bob McGrath, Sesame Street, good friend of mine. Actually, uh, I think uh, roomed with his daughter. You know, uh, at Emory, uh, and 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 said he was just as nice of a guy in person as he was on Sesame street. But, you know, that was my generation being a Sesame street kid growing up, you know, my kids, uh, you know, he had influence on the kids and, and just always just a golden, never, never heard about him kicking somebody's dog or, you know, doing something stupid. Um, you know, rest in power, Bob McGrath, just Bob. Yeah. That's all we knew him as Bob, you Uh, know, but, uh, that, and also just FYI, uh, Kindred this week, um, you know, one of those great sci-fi classics that has always been a book um, uh, by uh, Octavia Butler is becoming uh, a series on FX December 13th. And it, it's about um, um, multiverse where this woman goes in and out of antebellum to current day. I know you got it's crazy because we got these slave narratives with Kindred and Emancipation happening like right before Christmas, but I am going to check it out. Uh, it is, uh, as we tape today on Sunday, it, it actually starts on the 13th, which is Tuesday on FX. I, I did get a chance to check out Will Smith's Emancipation and I had a conversation with a good friend. You know his name, Howie. <laughs> and, and and one of the things, mm-hmm. there, there's still a lot of people who are kind of salty about Will Will's, Will's yeah. behavior. I've gotten over it, like, right after he slapped him. I got over it. I'm serious. <laughs> but, you know, okay. you know I find this interesting, But Tony. But I get it. But I understand why some people still have a problem with that. Go ahead, Tanya. I don't. No, one thing I found this interesting is, and with most movies that come out, like, you look at Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, it's almost at a half billion dollars. Any other movie, they tell you what the, the receipts have been. Mm-hmm. I've been looking and talking with people, and the people in the box office have been very, very tight-lipped about how much money Emancipation has made since it came out. It was in the theaters for a week. Now it's on Apple Plus TV. Yeah, and nothing has been said. Well, it was okay, never. It was never, it was never really intended, honestly, Tanya B, to be a money maker at the box office. I think the the release into theaters was simply for it to be considered for award season. I saw it. It's a really good message. Um, you got to get through some of the brutality of slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this, um, the message kind of fits the season. 
And I'm not going to, I'm not, well, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I will say the message of the movie is a faith message. It's heavily faith. And it does, if you wonder like, why are they dropping a movie like this close to Christmas? And, and it, yeah, it kind of has <laughs> a heavy faith message within it. And I, as I was watching it, I said, oh, okay, I can understand why. Okay. But go ahead, Tanya B. No, one thing I just, this, this just in, um, in case you haven't heard, uh, three-time NBA championship player and coach uh, Paul Silas has passed away at the age of 79. So yeah. shout out to him. He was one of those guys, you know, back in, I guess, like the heyday, uh, you know, it was 60s into the 70s of NBA when the players were really amazing, didn't get their just due. Yeah. yeah. But, he had a nice, uh, shot. He, nice shot. Yeah. yeah. He has, he he has passed he away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good. yeah, well, and I believe it or not, he was uh, LeBron James' first head coach. Believe it or not, so well, rest in power, uh, Paul yeah, Silas. Rest in peace. Yep, Paul yep. Silas, baby. Yes, and and, and just a couple <laughs> more things. A couple more things, y'all. Um, we didn't get to him this show, but Jackie Chan, Rush Hour Four. I just hope y'all got stunt men. I really do. I, it's just gonna be hard for me <laughs> knowing Jackie Chan and Chris. T- now, y'all seen Chris Tucker lately? Have y'all seen I've Chris? Seen it. Okay. Well, he lives in Atlanta. <laughs> I know, like around it, it, over in over you see him in the, over on the, the south side. Seen, you can see him over there at the Kroger. I know. <laughs> he's near me. He, <laughs> so, he's over Chris. there at the Publix at Camp Creek, honey. Yeah. So mm-hmm. stuck, Chris had stuck man when he was young. Yeah. You think we handle it now? Yeah. Well, he was smart. That's why he's not banged up. But they're at a point where stop trying to be like Bruce Willis and Sylvester Stallone. Oh, you know, get yeah. in where you fit in. And yes, there's there's some there's somebody out there that they're smart. They'll do that. I just don't see Jackie Chan. He's not. Because how old Jackie is Jackie? Y'all Google how old Jack, Jack, Jackie Chan. <laughs> no, he old as Chuck Norris. What are you, 60, 70 something? He ain't trying to get out there. And I, Chris I just, is not. You know, I just hate they're doing Rush Hour 4. They waited too long, man. It's like they the, did. The Generation, the generation Chris, who really appreciated Rush Hour Co- is Chris yeah. wanted to. Chris has lowered the price now. because Chris, yeah. Chris got money problems. Chris need a bag now. People <laughs> that wait, let me say this: the well, he people got out of that, the, that, that the issue. But go ahead. He's on the IRS anyway. Yeah. Most of the people that cared about Rush Hour three are the same people that have moved on that used to care about Missy Elliott. That's all I'm saying. I just, I, it's just curious. I'm curious as to whether or not that generation is still going to come out in numbers to support they have, I think they've moved on. Okay. I think they've moved on. I'll be there. Yeah, I, I'll, I moved on. I, you know, well, yeah. I'm not going to the movie to see it. I'm waiting to, to come on Peacock or Netflix. Yeah. When okay. I hear some of what was, it was funny, one movie came up and, and one of like the younger generations, the 20-something said, who is that? You know, it's just like like Bruce Willis. Who is he? Who's he? <laughs> you know, who is he? Right, exactly. That's the kind of thing that kind of like makes me wonder, like, hmm, who's going to go see this? Uh, the other thing is, you know, Jill Scott is doing the Who is Jill Scott anniversary tour, Tanya B. And, and, and really? I got, yes, but I got to say this, Tanya uh, B. You got to, you know these people. Will you go yes. to them and say, please. Do not remix the whole damn concert. Play the songs the way we remember the songs and let us enjoy that album. Thank you. Because every concert, you know this, Jill comes out and it's like she go-goes the whole, she'll do the whole show (laughs) 
the, all the songs under one groove. One beat, like and, Chuck Brown, all night long. Yes. All night long. I, it was the biggest complaint from people because when they first see Jill in concert, they say, damn, girl, can I hear the song the way you sang it on the album? You know? No, I mean, what I do you agree. think? You're from Philly. Do people... Talk to oh her. no! I, I live there. I'm from Boston. But well, I'm just saying, you live no, there. no, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. Now, see, yeah. now the people in Philly, they won't care. Um, they if she came out there, you know, again in, in one shoe and, and sang it flat, they wouldn't care just because. Yeah. Uh, people in D.C. wouldn't be mad because that is, you know, the holy throne of Chuck Brown and all things Chuck Brown. But again, when you go and see Shaka Khan, when you go and see, you know, if rest his soul, if Luther was still out here dipping and doing it, you want to Patty Labelle, you want to hear those songs as you remember them. You want to hear them when they, you know, were relative to, you know, a, a, a serious, you know, a, a time in your life that makes you feel good, bad, or otherwise. If you're doing that, then she needs to call it the remix tour. Yeah. Not it, words I mean, and music. Do you, do you remember, do you remember, Tanya? You know what I'm talking about, right? I'm not Absolutely. Going I'm it, not going it's I'm annoying. Just saying, it's annoying it, it's as very, hell. Or you know what it's like? It's like when you go to see somebody in concert Mm, Frankie Beverly, listen up, you know, and they can't, they can barely sing anymore yeah. and they want you to sing the songs or they oh, right. are like the OJs right now. Eddie Levert is the OJs. This guy, I hear he's good. I don't care. The, mm. o, Ed, the, the OJs and Eddie Levert, same thing. So I don't want to go and hear somebody else sing your song. I go to any bar and lounge in America. Yeah. So, you know, give me what, you know, give me my memories. You know, that's what I think. People want the memory of it. They don't want the remix of it. But Who Is Jill Scott is just an amazing freaking album. And, oh, it was. And, it and, was. And when I go, I want to feel the vibe that I felt from that album live. Right, and, that you felt in 1999 when it came that's out. What that's, what, that's what you want to be. I, I get you. And with the price of tickets now, yes. I really, if that, you know, if it's not going to be that, if it's going to be the remix tour, then I'm just going to sit home and, and wait, I'm going to pull out my CD, okay? Or I'm just going to go to a Jill Scott concert from 2000 on YouTube and watch it. But, but it's like, it. she's been doing this for a long time, like with these concerts yeah. where she comes out and remixes the whole show. And, you know, she stopped working for a while. Luckily, she has something else to fall back on. But mm -hmm. um, if, if she doesn't, uh, if she tries to do this again, I think people are going to, outside of people in Philly and a couple of surrounding states, they they, they, she, they won't show up. She, They're not going to show up. Yeah, what'd you say, Bob? She, she, she does most acting than singing these days, don't she? Well, I mean, yeah. She, I mean, the she don't have a she deal. Had, but she's yeah. not, she's not really, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 you she, don't see her in much as, 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 you know, currently, you know, but, but yeah, that's where the opportunity, when she was doing the stuff, with Tyler Perry, um, why did I get married? The series, yeah, yeah. Well, she, she, own, she was she in bag, baggage claim. She had the um, remember she, she had, had the own, <laughs> own show on HBO. Yeah, that. But you know detective. what? The yeah, the first ladies detectives club. <laughs> you know that was face, some, okay. that was some Harvey Weinstein mess. Let's keep it moving. And then you know now she's doing well with First Wives Club. And, you know, well, did well. Good for her. It, no, it's coming back. Coming it's, I know it's see. The, no, here's one thing, Tommy B. I know you like TV and movies and trees. Help me understand. Help the people and, and myself understand. Peanut and them too. Mm -hmm. Is there any rhyme or reason except for either money or laziness? Or I know COVID changed things, but do, these folks need to realize if you stay away from a show too long, by the time you come back, like the Sopranos were, I went away for two years, and this show went away for two years, and you come back to it, people have moved on, and they just have forgotten about you. Do you know what the rhyme or reason is with that? I, you know, I, I think, but I'm going to say this, Vi, and, and I'll throw it to you. With the Sopranos, that's on a whole different level, because the Sopranos is a culture. 
You know, you understand what I'm saying? That's true. When yeah. when the Sopranos leaves and comes back, that's a whole different thing. When you're talking about the First Lady Detective show, which really didn't get a lot of traction. If your show, no. if your show didn't get a lot of traction, it's kind of like uh, what's the show? Uh, the Flyness show that's coming back on HBO right now, and and it's a weird show. It's by the guy who the director out of Dallas. It's on HBO. It's on Friday nights. Um, it, I love it. it. It's like a sketch show, but it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, much on a weird tip. Um, but it left for a few years, and a lot of it did have to do with COVID. Um, but but for those who appreciate it, it's an underground show. They're going to really come back to it because it's so odd and so unique. You know, I, I think with shows like First Lady, if you're kind of an average, you're trying to do a detective thing, you got to stay in the mix. You know, you got to stay relevant, you know. So, well, so well, I think it's going to be tougher for her to come back, especially if so, she's playing with HBO Max because HBO Max canceling everybody. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, I heard. They, I heard they, they. I heard they may. They're going to slowly fold everything just back into HBO, yeah. and HBO Max is going to go the way of CNN Plus, which didn't last because right weeks. now they're even talking about it's just going to be called not even it's just going to be called Max. I mean, they're changing a lot about it. I mean, H, I mean, they they can't. Issa Rae had a special, not um, you know, it, it's a different show from rap ish uh, that she was doing, yeah. but but she, uh, yeah, but right. it got canceled. I mean, the list of cancellations was just kind of mind blowing coming yes, out of, uh, right. you know, that you nobody knows what they're going to do with Cartoon Network yet. Or Adult Swim. Nobody knows what they're going to do. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff going on. A lot of changes going on at HBO Max. But, you know, quite frankly, these people got to make money. I mean, ultimately, if your show ain't, pull, ain't pulling an audience and ain't making yeah. money, well, you gonna, see, e- keep it. Yeah. He's laying off a bunch of people. CNN's laying off a bunch yeah. of people. They gutted. Yeah. Was it HLN? They gutted that. Yeah. And one thing I'm, I'm Robin afraid Mead. for you. T- Robin Mead. Is yeah. Gone. yeah. When yeah. you talk about that, Tommy B, the yeah. black version of the Wendy is why is that off for so long? It's basically already been. Which one? What's this? The the black version of the Wendy is with Dulé Hill. Yeah. That yeah. was on ABC. What what's ABC? I know y'all need to cut corners too, but what's the problem? Okay, well, you know, ahead, you know bye. they you know they had a problem with what's his name, um, who was the original Kevin. Uh, they fired. Oh, they yeah. They got go. rid of Fred Savage. Yeah. Fred but Savage then sh- yeah. yeah. But they filmed some of the show because Patty, Patty LaBelle was uh, playing. Uh, I forgot the uh, Julie Hill's mother. And that's yeah. already been filmed. Well, well, we'll but, see. We'll see. But I'm here five. to tell you, they started making probably started making money with uh, with Brunson with, with, and, you know, and Abbott Elementary and said to hell oh, with Quinta, that. Yeah. We gone. Oh, right. Well, yeah. And I know, <laughs> you know, and, and if you One think about it, at a time. <laughs> no, but no, that her TV show, even those that knew Quinta Brunson from yeah. uh, from uh, comedy environment, let you come and say what you got to say. Mm. But. Abbott Elementary to me has more heavy hitters because you got Shirley yeah. Ralph for the black people, you got Lisa Ann Walter for you know the Italian American people, then you've got you know uh, Tyler James Williams, the people that want, knew him from Everybody Hates Chris, and then you've got I forgot her name, the uh, the principal, she's another comedian, you know. So they had they had a, a little bit more of a high profile cast than the one is unfortunately. And now Vi, you were going to say, yeah, go ahead, and ra- you wrap it Vi, and then we'll go to Benediction. <laughs> what you got? Last last word, Vi. Well, if they, if they don't, if they had to have a strong following, I mean, some like like a cult, like some mm-hmm. people like just crazy about the show who just want to see it. If you stay away, like you said, too long, ain't there's not. Yeah. Some of these shows just coming back because uh, I think they're like they last ditch the uh, the, the uh, HBO's Netflix, see, but they're just getting desperate. They're not getting enough new ideas, so they just bring back mm-hmm. the old ideas. See if anything can latch on. Yeah, so true, so true. Ivan, right, you ready for benediction? 
I am, my brother. All right, here we go. Have you ever felt that no one cared what happened to you? David had a good reason to feel that way, and he wrote, Hear my cry, for I am very low. Through prayer, we can pull out of our tailspin and be reminded that God cared for us deeply. Psalm chapter 122, verse 6. Listen to my cry, for I am in desperate need. Rescue me from those who pursue me, for they are too strong for me. But it's saying, people, you are never alone. As long as you believe in God and got God on your side, never feel alone. Pray. Talk to him. He will give you strength to go through anything you're going through. So people just remember, you are never alone. And also, people, I, I know I say that all the time, but I really mean it. If you need someone to talk to, call your family, brother, sister, mama, a friend in college. They'll be glad to hear from you. I know I will. So people, talk and pray. Amen. 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 Go ahead, Vi. Let's go. Hallelujah. There you go. Let that music play. <laughs> Can Tom Brady call you right now? He can't. Because he alone. <laughs> he's he might a, not want to hear what I got to say, but he, he can't call me. He is a, <laughs> I would say, as, as, Tom. I'm, as I'm watching 35 to nothing, he is alone. Tom. Hang it up. Hang it up, Tom. Don't come back next year. Hang it up. <laughs> speak, speak, brother. Speak. <laughs> All right, y'all again. Big thanks, uh, Vince the Voice Bailey. I got to just big thanks, man. Thank you, Vi. And can I, I borrow some money, Tom? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't want to borrow. Me too, Tom, Tom. Can I get Tom? Can I get a grant? <laughs> no, no. That, that's uh, what's his name? Tom Who Brady. stole the money in Mississippi? Call him. <laughs> don't call Brent. Don't call Brent. Don't call Brent. Uh, don't don't, call that, dirt, that, don't that dirty money. Uh-uh. <laughs> but anyway, let me let me say big thanks to uh, Vince the Voice Bailey, uh, Karen Renee out in East Point and also with the NAACP, all those who worked so hard to get the folks out to vote, the organizers, the volunteers who were literally knocking on doors. They were knocking on my door. Yes, they were out there. Uh, just, oh, wow. just congratulations to all y'all. And we appreciate you. Thank you so much. And with that, episode 157 is in the can. And we are out of here, y'all. Peace and power to the people. Have a great week. Talk to you next week. Merry Christmas, people, and a happy new year. Put your mask back on. COVID numbers are up. Indoor mask mandates are on. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.